Hello everybody, this is Jeff, of course, China Rising Radio Sinoland, and I wanted to do a quick uh, explanation about China's state-owned enterprises. They're in incredibly misunderstood outside of China, especially in the West. And I saw this, and I'll send you the, I'll send you the, um, I'll put the link uh, here so you can see it. It's, it's just an update on how the uh, uh, the these enterprises are doing. They're called SOEs for state-owned enterprises. First, you need to know that they really are state-owned. There is an organization, massive organization, multi, uh, multi, multi, multi-billion dollar, well, dollar, euro, yuan portfolio. The state asset, the state-owned asset supervision and administration council it answers directly to the state council, which is the 300 top uh, executive leaders in the executive branch of, of China. Above and only above that are the 25 most um, key players, uh, which is called the Politburo. And then above that is the seven, seven to nine, depending on the the situation, the Politburo Standing Commission, which of course includes. Uh, Xi Jinping, the president. So I just, you know, I saw this and I and I thought, you know, y'all need to understand this because they are so huge on on the world stage and their impact on uh, the global economy. Y'all need to know that every every leader, every CEO of the at least the large uh, 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 SOEs are all communist. Party of China members. They're fire-breathing communists. They're in. They're engineers. They're lawyers. They're scientists. You know, they got PhDs in business. They've been cl climbing up the, the ladder, starting at the village, the village level, and the tiniest little business for 20 to 30 years to get where they are today. And unlike unlike Western corporations. Their number one goal is not maximum return on the investment of the shareholders, which are the people, but the number, the two main goals are to maintain social uh, uh, harmony and economic prosperity for all the people. So it's a bit of a virtuous circle. Yes, they are owned by the people uh, through the state, and they are there to. Uh, make sure that the people are uh, happy and safe and prosperous. Uh, they, plus, they are, all, of course, also expected to make a profit, and they are incredibly profitable. Uh, just to go through here, uh, and I just these numbers are just... Here we are in 2022 in just absolute chaos around the world, economic uncertainty everywhere, inflation everywhere. Uh, debt everywhere. And I just want to go through some of these numbers with you. Improved economic efficiency. Uh, in the first quarter of this year, uh, their operating revenue was up 15.4%. Net profit up. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to round these numbers up, uh, up to the whole number. Uh, net profit up 14% year on year. Total profit up 14% year on year. They their R&D, their research and development up 19% year on year. 
Profit margin on operating revenue, 6.8%. Excellent. Annual overall labor productivity up 13%. <laughs> you know, and this is, this is while Europe and the United States are crashing and burning and dying. Debt to asset ratio was only 65%. And of course, they are heavy into the, uh, the big industries. They had a net profit, an increase in net profit of 24% year on year. And they increased their tax, of course, they, they pay taxes because the, they're, 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 they're money-making machines. Their tax payments were up 21% year on year. Crude oil output up 4%. Natural gas, domestic natural gas production up 7%. Raw, raw coal output up 9%. And the these SOEs, the central SOEs, there's about 100 of them, uh, the biggest ones, uh, contributed to th about 13% of the total national tax payments. Fixed asset investment growth rate in petroleum, petrochemical, steel and iron, power grids, transportation and telecom industries exceeded 15% uh, uh, growth in a fixed asset investment. That does not even count real estate. Fixed asset investment in manufacturing up 11%. And here is the beauty of these, these, these humongous, humongous corporations that are incredibly profitable. They released a, they help and small and medium enterprises private and public uh, of all sizes, you know, and they provide, you know, counseling and uh, uh, advice. Uh, they provide services uh, to these uh, small and medium business, pro uh, small and medium enterprises. And they released a policy on rent reduction for small and micro-sized service enterprises and individually owned businesses. So they're actually, the real estate that they own, where they are leasing to smaller businesses, they actually come out with a policy to lower their rent. Now let that sink in for a while. When was the last time you had your rent lowered? Pretty, pretty unbelievable. What's another, the other thing that's really interesting about these, of course, the four biggest banks in the world are state-owned China. Uh, these SOEs are in um, everything, you know, agriculture, aviation, aerospace, trains, planes, automobiles, military, ports, shipping, construction, engineering, steel, copper, aluminum, zinc, mining, manufacturing. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, oil, of course, oil, gas, the electric grid in China is all state-owned. Uh, the, all the, the, the telecom, you know, I have my Huawei phone, but my phone service in China is with China Mobile, and there's four state-owned telecommunication operators like T-Mobile and, and Orange and Vodafone in the West. Here's the interesting thing to think about, is that when one of these SOEs buys a company overseas, they are turning that asset in the West into a state-owned enterprise people owned by China 
managed by a fire-breathing communist. <laughs> and just to give you a few examples, you know, Chem China, massive, well, it's now the biggest chemical, chemical company in the world. They bought Syngenta for $43 billion, which is a, was, was a private, which was a private, uh, which was a private um, uh, chemical company, second, agricultural chemicals, second only to uh, Monsanto. Uh, you know, Anbang, all the insurance companies in, the, in China are owned by, uh, the, by the people, they're people owned. And Anbang Insurance bought the Waldorf Astoria in New York. Well now, the Waldorf Astoria in New York is commie, owned by those darn commies in China. And um, then there's, uh, you know, Adex Petroleum in Canada was bought by Sinopec. There's now commie oil. There's now commie oil in Canada. MG, the 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 wonderful, you know, uh, British car, you know, the, the the MG was bought by SAIC. It's now a commie car. Uh, Chinalco, the 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 biggest aluminum company in the world, <laughs> bought Rio Tinto in Australia. So that, so now there's commie commie aluminum <laughs> bauxite. In in Australia, uh, Oz Mineral uh, was sold to Min Metals. Uh, of course, Oz is an Oz. Of course, means Australia. They they Min Metals Chinese state-owned enterprise. We, now lots of commie metals in uh, in Australia. <laughs> and then there's some th and there's I mean there's so many of them. And then Tommy Tippy in UK, which is like children's apparel, you know, children's apparel and backpacks and that kind of stuff. They're now they're, they're now commie because Pingon Insurance Company bought it. So now all the kids running around in the UK with Tommy Tippy backpacks and and other apparel are now uh, wearing communist uh, <laughs> are now wearing communist uh, gear. That's what you need to know about SOEs. They're incredibly profitable. They dominate the Fortune 500, uh, the, the, the global Fortune 500. There are now more Chinese corporations on the Fortune 500 and have more ca capitalization than the United States. And most of those are as Chinese state-owned enterprises, which means they are owned by the people. Thank you. China Rising Radio Sino Land and China Tech News Flash signing out. Please make a contribution to all of my hard work. Thank you.